Super Talk Mississippi media production. Very pleased to be joined at this time by Mississippi State head football coach Zach Arnett. You've been on the podcast a few times with me as the defensive coordinator, first time as the head coach in four months here on the job or, or f- five months, however long it's been. What's something you've learned about being a head coach that surprised you that you, that you didn't know was going to be the case? It's not quite as fun as just being the defense coordinator, but <laughs> I'm a little offended. It's been several months, and I, as a head coach, I couldn't even get an invite into the podcast. So clearly, oh, I, see okay. where I, oh. clearly I see where I land on your totem pole. Of All right. Now, now we're going to be throw somebody under the bus here because I, I requested this interview like the last week of February. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't uh-huh. Revisionist history. Uh, well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're joining me here as, as you're wrapping up. You know, spring practice, uh, spring game this weekend at Davis Wade Stadium. Overall, what's what's been your biggest takeaway about your team from this spring? I like how we've come out and worked every day. You know, mindset to get better. Uh, obviously, it's hard to it's hard to improve if you don't set out every day with that goal. And so we've we've done a good job of of uh you know showing up prepared to work, willing to learn. Obviously, we're trying to improve our our schemes on, in every facet of the game, and then obviously you got to go out there and you got to put in a lot of effort. And uh, our guys have done that. And so we got three practices left here, you know, including the, in the spring game on Saturday to conclude spring ball. And so we got to get two good days of work in and get ready for that. And then I think our guys will be excited to get out on the actual game field and and play some live football in front of people. You got one side of the ball on offense that's undergoing a massive change, complete workover from what you, you were doing a year ago. Defensively, with Matt Brock and you, you know, sort of the sort of a lot of the similarities. Is that a challenge? You have one side of the ball that's undergoing a huge one eighty, and the other side of the ball kind of knows where they are and knows what they're doing. Are are you doing this? Are because you, you're trying to, you know, increase viewership or something? Or I mean. A complete 180. I mean, are we running the triple option? Is that what asking. you're saying? I'm just asking. I, it, it well, feels I'm just like asking you, you know, when I watch pass concepts and, you know, Air Raid calls it 95 and it's the famous white cross play, and obviously we have a different name for it now, but it's the exact same play. Is that a complete drastic overhaul? At least in the pass game. Right. I have a hard time believing. But, but no, I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Obviously, we are uh, transitioning to what, you know, most most people would say is more pro stylish on offense. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's still very heavily air raid influenced. The entire, all of the passing game and all of football is now heavily air raid influenced. Um, but yes, we feel like we have some talented running backs. We have big, capable offensive linemen who can who can create some space and do some things in the run game. And so we're we're uh, implementing some some different run schemes there. Uh, and so we're getting a lot of good work out of it. And, you know, on defense, that challenges us in ways in practice because obviously you uh, have to defend different formations, different sets, different motions, and then different run schemes. And uh, so we're maybe not playing as good on defense at times because of that, because it gets exposed. And But it also is beneficial to our guys because it, they see some stuff too that maybe they weren't exposed to on a daily basis. And so hopefully it means there's a lot of improvement as a football team, but obviously we won't know until we line up in the fall. Coach, you have to remember whenever you do an interview with me, never, not one time have I said I'm a smart person. Not one time have I ever Well, neither have I. I've never said it about myself either. So, so you know, uh, I, just, I just try to get through, you know, that's, that's all. I'm no, doing. no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just 
you know, playing devil's advocate to everyone who's, who makes it seem like, uh, you know. So then what would drastic be, changes what, are going on in the world? What is the biggest difference between what Mississippi State did offensively a season ago and what they're going to do this year? Well, I think formationally, you're going to have much more formation variety, right? I mean, when you if you line up uh, with four wide receivers on, on, on almost every snap, right, either two by two or three by one, maybe an occasional empty and then maybe an occasional 20 personnel where you'd have two backs and three wide receivers, right? You're really talking about about four or four or five formations. And then when you uh, have a tight end in there and different personnel groupings, you get a lot more formation variety, which also leads to some motion variety and how you handle things. Uh, but that, that stuff's only good if you can execute it and actually be efficient in what you do. And so, um, you know, I, I think so. I think probably the spacing of the field, the formations that you're going to get. I got news for you. I, and this, I would probably challenge a whole bunch of people on this. And by no means am I an offensive guru, but three level flood is three level flood, right? When you got it, when you got a deep route clearing out the top off the coverage, you got an intermediate one and around 20 yards towards the sideline, and you got someone in the flat to control the flat defender. Three level flood is three level flood. Whether you're getting to that from, four wide receivers from 11 personnel from 12 personnel or I formation in terms of how you, how you progress and throw that three level flood is three level flood. So that to me is where I think the, uh, you know, the reporters and, and people can try to make a big deal out of things that past concepts, the, the, the past concepts that have stood the test of time have stood the test of time for a reason. Right. And then, and you see them carried over in every, Every style of passing offense, whether you call it pro style air raid or run and shoot, you know, flood is flood. Yeah. You've got a quarterback who's seen it all in Will Rogers. He, he, there's, there's not going to be a defense that gets thrown at him he hasn't faced before. There's not going to be a scenario he's not prepared for. What has been the biggest adjustment for him with this new system? Oh, I think probably some of maybe terminology. I mean, that's probably a better question for will to some extent but uh you know there's a lot more terminology again if you have a whole bunch of new formations and and motion variety off of it that requires a language in order to be able to communicate that or uh, or signals and then uh when you have some formation variety that does also lead to defensive variety right uh i will give the teams who spread you out crazy wide and sideline to sideline, there's only so many, there's only so many things a defense can do because of spacing issues, right? If I mean if they line up three dudes out there crazy wide near the sideline, every defense I know is gonna put about three dudes out there too, right? You gotta match numbers. And so it's hard to bring some some fancy blitzes when the formations get crazy wide. The more the heavier personnels or the more the formations get condensed, you can do some things defensively uh, to create some variety for the offense and the quarterback. And so uh, I think Will's really enjoyed the, the intellectual side of a learning a new offense and the things you can do as a quarterback to control it. And then also learning about defense accordingly, right? The, the shells that defenses can disguise and, and pressures they can bring when, when, you're in more condensed formations at times. 
One more quarterback question, but let's talk about a different quarterback. What are we expecting from Mike Wright this fall? What is the role he you, you want him to play for this football team? Oh, the same role everyone else on the team is asked to play, right? If, if there's something that helps us be a better football team and helps us win games, you know, guys embrace it. And uh, I mean, we'll, a lot of those things will remain to be seen on how they get played out. I mean, Mike Wright's a, a dynamic athlete who can hurt you running it and throwing it. And if there's a if there's a way for us to utilize that skill set and, and help us win football games and score points, well, that's what that's what our job is to do on the offensive side of the ball. And so uh, it doesn't seem very smart of me to sit on here on this podcast and lay out some detailed plan for the world on on what our plan is on how to use all of our different playmakers. And so I'm going to go ahead and leave quite a bit you know, in the dark on that. I, I wanted the script for the first game, to be honest with no, you. No, I mean, I, why don't you just ask me for the defensive call sheet, too, and, and what down and distances we're going to send our blitzes. You feel free to send it to me. I'll, I'll have, I may not understand most of it, but I'll take a look at it for you. No, but and, you'll put it out there for all the opponents to hear, too. I, so. I, I, I think I, <laughs> I feel like I'm trustworthy, Coach. I mean, come on. <laughs> Defensively, what's the, what's the biggest difference between you and Matt Brock? Oh, well, we work close hand in hand on a daily basis. Uh, you know, Matt's probably better prepared and, uh, you know, maybe less likely to call an, be, be what's called an angry blitzer, meaning, you know, you give up a bad, give up a bad play. And I was probably had a tendency to be a little angry about that. So, uh, knee jerk call a blitz afterwards. And that can be, that can be scouted and used against you. You know, opposing coordinators can pick up on that. And so, uh, Matt, Matt's about the you know, he probably made the most organized detail oriented guys I've ever had a privilege of working around. I've I've had the privilege to work around some some really good good defensive coaches, uh guys who have you know make a, a, have tremendous names and reputations and I think Matt's going to be another one just like that. And so I'm excited to see what he can do leading leading that side of the ball. Spring practice will wrap up after the spring game, and then the next thing on your agenda is going to be the Road Dogs Tour, where you'll go out across the state, across the South, and and meet with fans. What's your message going to be to Mississippi State fans when you meet with them this summer? Well, first and foremost is just to, to thank them and show them my appreciation and gratitude for for the support they've always shown this program and uh, the support they've they're showing me as its, as his head coach. And obviously, uh, we're in a new day and age of football. Um, you know, f- fan involvement, particularly through uh, NIL opportunities, is fans have a direct impact on the roster makeup and teams winning and losing. You know, it's it's easier now and then ever to get your roster poached, and but uh, fans can also certainly do a lot to show their true support for the team and and retain a lot of players on the roster, and so. Uh, we got we got tremendous young men in this program, and I know our fans enjoy filling that stadium and ringing cowbells. And I know they're probably excited to do anything it takes to make sure we continue to have a winning football program. You know, I'm 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 quite proud to say I get to be a part of the school, and I know it's now going on, I think 13 straight years of being in postseason play bowl game. And obviously, our job is to to continue that tradition, and uh, fans can have a big impact on that now. Coach, I appreciate your time here on a on a random uh, Tuesday afternoon. I I'd also appreciate you as always keeping me in my place. You know, my, my, I have a huge <laughs> ego, and I need to keep it in check. You do a great job in helping me no, out. No, no, no. I'm I certainly 
I certainly encourage you to do the same to me, right? Well, I, you know, we, we can have that kind of relationship. I, 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 like, mean, I like the sound of that. So, hey, Coach, we tell yeah. our we tell our players all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You should constantly be wanting to be challenged and coached, right? I mean, yeah. no one's got it all figured out. No one's certainly the perfect player. Well, the same thing goes to us coaches. We obviously don't have it all figured out either. So I'm certainly all about you. You know, if I say something that you can catch me in, in my tracks and throw a curveball at me, I'm all about it. That's how we improve as individuals, as coaches, as players. I promise there's no perfect media member. So just we we we, we will continue to work hard as well. Coach Zach Arnett. <laughs> I appreciate appreciate your time today. Thank you. Hail State. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.